Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Ben here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Jia Ying Teresa Yu, Mikkel Knudsen, Velma, Laura F, Christopher Bloom, Andrew Dix, Brianna Johnson, Christopher Dunn, Shannon Callahan, April Nash. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. And welcome to episode 87 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Uh, Grizz Optric, Act Amsterdam. Uh, Hamid Salah, Harun Al Tahan. Uh, Sasha Rackett, who's asking? <laughs> Azu. And we are picking up where we left off. Specifically, you have a new friend. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry. What was it? It was you have a new colleague. No, you have a new workplace loose proximity workplace acquaintance. acquaintance. Lifetime partner. La- <laughs> lifetime partner. Live in BFF forever. With wife. Con- <laughs> contractual arrangement. Couple. That was it. That was it. Contractual arrangement. Have you signed anything yet? Uh, yes. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Only figuratively. Hamid just sneaks up, puts a pen in, in someone's heart. hand, gets yeah, them to sign it while they're asleep. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> That's really distressing. <laughs> Son of a banking family. Yeah. Ooh. Oh dear. Corruption mm. runs deep. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's all right. They don't have a bank anymore. We Thank killed so it. We don't know yet. We've well, yes, we don't. Them. We don't know how bad it is. Oh, because <laughs> we killed the internet, and they have an internet bank. Oh yes, <laughs> basically, you're the reason for all the suffering. Yeah. Hey. Zolf, w- Zolf would very much agree with you. There's <laughs> thousands of people out there complaining that their app doesn't work. What happened to my five pounds? But can I please say I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> clean slate? Yeah. So. Yes, you are all in Cairo, and I believe that there was a brief introduction to Erin Fairhands, and specifically that, yes, good news, Sasha can be healed, bad news. The it, meritocrats confiscated it. Yeah, yeah, mm. they, they do that. I mean, you could have gone down incredibly risky routes, which probably wouldn't have been a good idea, or just, you know, well, they there's this other option. Kill they were like, kill you me. and resurrect you. Yeah, that's, mm. not, that's not a safe medical procedure. We've already yeah. gone through that. We're not going to do that with two thousand. That's how we got into this mess yeah, in the first place. I could place. get even faster. <laughs> and even more undead. <laughs> Bigger and more gothic. The speedy zombie. That's a reference Fantastic. to something really obscure. But at least one of our listeners what, will get one it. One listener's got it. So, in addition, unfortunately, Hamid was having a bit of an awkward problem to do with voices in his head. Voices in his head. 
Yeah. Voices from the ring. Voices. Really. Yeah, but yeah. Specifically to deliver to <laughs> deliver said McGuffingham all the way to. <laughs> so Alex is sort of like, oh well, you know, James has gone. Bertie, I've, I've brought that wonderful sword in. Just loved the idea of putting characters' voices in other characters' heads. Like he couldn't get over it. I'm just throwing it out there. Ring was like first McGuffingham, literally the first McGuffingham. You mean yeah, McGuffin? McGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon now. Oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> Pointless items are called MacGuffingham. <laughs> as we have learned. I think there should be a character called Mr. MacGuffingham. Okay, this that is... Bertie's full name was Sir Bertrand MacGuffingham. Really? Yes. Let's get this train wreck back on track. I believe that we can How actually dare get, you? get into an episode. I'm doing really well. You're doing a brilliant <laughs> job, Helen. You're still teacher's favourite. So, yes. Barrett did sort of ask you to gently and, and quietly deliver a, a magical yeah. item to and this, your this brother. Is a, this is a plot thread we set up in the prologue. Oh, yeah. Uh, the prelude. And we're now in season three and it's finally coming good. That is that is good planning. J.J. Abrams, I hope you're listening. That's <laughs> how you write some story. All you story. need to do is pay off. Just pay off. That's all <laughs> you've got to do. It doesn't even have to be good. Just pay off. Just pay off. <laughs> we are picking up more or less where we left off, which was you've had this info dump. And to make life a bit easier on everyone, you are on the steps at the entrance to the Temple of Aphrodite. In front of you is the Strip, also known as Cairo in this in this universe. It is quite beset by sand and lots of faintly sad people are trying to clean up as best as they can. And there are not a lot of people out and most of the buildings are, are occupied or boarded up and nothing in between. Is there anyone in need of medical assistance? Not to your eye. Um, anyone who needed medical assistance is kind of already in the in the Temple of Aphrodite. No sad dogs. No or... sad dogs. No. Okay. Sad... There are lots of sad people sweeping, but short of just going over and going, "Hey, how are you doing? You okay? You're right." There's not a lot you're going to be able. to I mean, do Azu is the sort of person who might yeah, do that to literally everyone they see. Into the... So mm. as it stands, yes, you are currently upon the strip, deciding your next course of action. Right, so we're going to go visit your parents? Uh, yes, I think uh, we probably should. You don't sound very pleased about that. Yeah. I assume that parents are a good thing. Family is a wonderful thing to have. Well, I I mean, apart from anything else, I am delivering them some quite bad news. You don't think they've already heard? No. Well, they might have, but I don't know that for sure. Well, we teleported, so we'll be quicker than anything else. Probably. I mean, objectively, yes. That's literally the quickest way news could possibly but we travel. We also had a nap. Well, there, 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 was, there were several days. They, they, may have, they may have had a message already, but I, I'm not sure. But I also am... Um, let's just say that the last time I saw them, it didn't um, end particularly well, and um, I'm a little worried. Well, <laughs> but it'll right. probably be fine. It's best to bundle up be bad news into one thing. So I let's mean, get it all, all done quickly. I mean, if they don't, like, assault us in an underground lair and set a bunch of dogs on us and then, like, march us into an underground mansion and stick a cursed ring on one of us, then you're doing better than my folks, aren't you? That's that's a good point. Thank you, Sasha. That's actually really helpful. (laughs) Yeah. We shall all be here to give you moral support. Right, well, it's it's just... uh, It's just to... to, um, A couple of streets over in that direction. It's, it's, uh, you know, uh, overlooks the river. Well, lead on. If the river's left. Is the river left? Thinking about it, my uncle did send me down to fight those people, and I got exploded, like by that whole. Like, do you think they might explode you? Oh no, 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 no. 
okay. It's just, you know, family can be quite violent. Well, I've, I've also got some awkward questions to ask them. Right. Such as? Well, I think I've finally figured out what I am. I mean, oh, yeah, you're Well, it. I think you are what you are, and what you are needs no... Is that a voice in your head? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was just Alex trying to try, trying to feel included. Yeah. We're having a lovely conversation. <laughs> the GM has to stick his nose in. But out, universe. Uh, he's, he's not even here in character to Whis- converse with us. Pure wisdom coalesces from the cloud. <laughs> the sad, a sad sweeper. <laughs> Stop preempting my end. <laughs> 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 well, back, in, back in Prague, I figured out I was a sorcerer. What's that? A magic user. Uh, well, we source... knew you used magic. Yeah, but so all the explosions were a giveaway. I thought I was a wizard, but I'm not a wizard. You're not a wizard, Hamid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for that to happen. <laughs> I five. I five. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Set up. <laughs> um, sorcerers are something different, and are they just they're terrible. quite they're quite rare. Right, so what's different? Are they just really good at condiments, or...? Oh. Oh. See, see, most most sorcerers, it's very powerful wizards can sometimes transfer some of their uh, magical power through inheritance. So sometimes the child or the grandchild of one of the most powerful wizards will develop magical abilities similar to a wizard. It's a normal way it happens, but no one in my family's a wizard. Now, there are some, there's some evidence, but it's not concrete, that occasionally non-human magical beings... Oh, OK, I can if, see how awkward this could get. Well, if they have offspring with a, with a human or one of the other sentient races, right. can do the same thing. And I think I know... Do you remember... You, when you turn into a little lizard. The little, the little thing. Little very irritating to catch. Very lizard boy, yeah. Well, I don't think it was a lizard, you guys. Well, it was. We Hang saw on, no, no, wait. Yeah, you did not see. Are you implying that you might be descended from a meritocrat? A meritocrat? No, God! Well, what? That's crazy! I mean, you've seen pictures of them, right? I mean, a dragon, maybe. Big but there are other me. dragons apart from the meritocrats. Are hmm. there? I don't actually know. Let's petition this random sweeping man. <laughs> sweeping man, what know thee? <laughs> well, the uh, thing is, is that I only answer questions based on the results of dice rollers. It's, it's a way to pass the time. With that in mind, can I get a uh, knowledge history from everyone that has it? Uh, Thank you, sweeping man. <laughs> knowledge arcana? Uh, knowledge arcana is not going to be very helpful. Knowledge history will be. Knowledge nature? Knowledge nature will be as well. Look, I, I only have knowledge local, but I did roll a 20. So. <laughs> you know where the meritocratic offices are. <laughs> well, we can ask there, can't we? Yeah. 15. 15 on knowledge nature. Yeah. Anyone have any knowledge history kicking around? I mean, I've only got knowledge arcana, but they're magical creatures, so I figure that'll give me something. Uh, can I just yeah. do it on raw perception? Have I ever seen a dragon? <laughs> Over there! How I mean, far? yes, we have seen a, a dragon. But it was a meritocrat. I rest my case. <laughs> so, knowledge nature. I mean... Hy- so I feel like this is something Hamid would already know. So hy- It's just Bryn doesn't. Hypothetically, yes, there could be dragons out there kicking around. However, it's kind of one of those things that just hasn't come up. No one thinks they're extinct. The meritocrats have never claimed they are the only ones. But it just hasn't really come up. It's hypothetically possible. Look, here's the thing, right? With anything in nature, the biggest things usually survive. And have you ever seen a dragon bigger than a meritocrat? Well, no, obviously. So one can safely assume the meritocrats probably killed them all thousands of years ago. You think? Probably. 
There's probably other dragons. Well, how do you end there. up with six super off powerful your, dragons? Off your knowledge, nature, you do know that up towards sort of Russia and Siberia and around that area are some like mega, mega, hyper, mega fauna, but they're super, super rare. They don't come up that often. I forgot about that bit of world building from two years ago. It just doesn't come up. That's yeah, why, like, the Bayamoths that live in Siberia, apparently. Well, and there's lots of monsters that we know very little of in Central and America and, oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like so that. So th- there are huge things wandering around. Central America could be just Dragon Central. Like, <laughs> it could be have <laughs> roller coasters, but you have no knowledge All of that. All the elves are like, these are our dragons. Stay the hell away. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, dragons are sentient creatures, like like humans or halflings or, or goblins or orcs. Like, some of them are going to be, you know, the dragon equivalent of people who do normal jobs, and some of them are going to be the dragon equivalent of wizards, and yeah. the meritocrats are the dragon equivalent of the, you know... Yeah, but you've seen how sentient races interact with each other, right? Well, mostly killing, but... Yeah, exactly. It is not very pleasant. <laughs> anyway... Uh, do, do you remember that thing I um, picked up from 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 uh, Newton's vault? Uh, there was a lot of things. Yeah. Well, just the the one thing I got. Anyway, I'll put it on. I think it's going to make things clearer. You must be very great treasure hunters. Uh, well, no, sort we, we, of. Went to, we went to a man's house and he said, "Have some of the stuff that I have." Might have stuff for you, actually. Yeah. We'd have a check. Ooh. Well, most of the bags of holding were just filled with dirt. Remember? <laughs> I mean, do you like dirt? <laughs> We left I was the dirt. a farmer. Well, there we go. It might be really, really we fertile. Left, we left the dirt behind. <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, anyway, uh, Hamid extracts no from his bag of holding uh, the, a purple robe. Uh, it looks quite a lot like academic robes, except it's made of really, really high-quality silk. Uh, Important point, does it clash with the glowing pink? Oh, yeah, probably. Azu is not going to care. <laughs> <laughs> um... As he kind of gets ready to put it on, you see that it's got gold stitching down, like, the the lapels. But the gold stitching is shifting in the same way that magical text does when you can't read it. And then he puts the robe on, and the the, uh, stitching down the lapels adjusts its pattern and stops shifting. Mm -hmm. And the pattern is suddenly evocative of claws and snouts and wings and fire. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually represent these things. Hamid also suddenly looks different. Not like hugely different, but his face genuinely changes. It, it, just that there's this subtle shift of its shape and it's... It's all like the vampires in Buffy. Not quite that extreme, extreme. but a little bit. Um, so, you know, he's always been quite handsome and attractive and charming and it's now you would so more no one told me this <laughs> it's on his character sheet guys he's got charisma 18 actually I mean it's how I've described him from the beginning a looker. if you check yeah. out Anna's art he's, 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 he's a bit of a hottie yeah he was always supposed to be super suave and smooth but I couldn't ever play him that way because I'm not good at that Look, you still hit charisma 18 you just came out slightly more adorable that, that's yeah turns out that's in my wheelhouse <laughs> um, so uh, he's now his face is suddenly you would more describe it as striking than charming. Does he have lots of like teeth? Is he it's like his his slow. face is a tiny bit pointy. You don't know how it happened. Hamid got cheekbones at yeah. some point, and his skin. It's now now. You remember before there was a time when his skin started to change a little, and it looked slightly weird. It is no. now obvious. <laughs> it is now obvious that his skin is starting to look 
a bit lizardy. There's a, as scales. It's hardened. It's it's no longer. It's very clearly no longer human or halfling skin. It is some other type of skin, and it it looks like brass mm-hmm. right. to an extent, and it's a scaly. Praise Hamid. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Go on, a praise Hamid. I mean, I only got three, so that's... But your appraised bonus is... Yeah, is nine, yeah, so 12. 12? Well, what it comes down to is, yeah, like, you probably get the scrap value for the simple reason that... Who's going to fence this? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to... It's it's not... It's a very niche demand. People traffickers, Alex. Yeah, but it's a very niche demand. When was the last time someone came in and went, I want a brass-looking half... Like... It's mm. it, honestly, it'd be it'd be easier. The scrap, time for scrap. Yeah. What does what does the skill spellcraft? What's that useful? So spellcraft is mostly to do things like um, identify things that have been cast. So let's say you run into it's in to recognise spells recognize and spell effects, and also to uh, kind of adjust a little bit what spells do on the fly. It's, it's literally like, the craft of magic. Yeah, like the actual practical application of magic as a practitioner. So, if you had knowledge arcana, you could roll it to work out more about what Hamid is and oh. what's happening. Oh, yeah, uh, which Hamid has a lot of. I guess knowledge arcana is theoretical, and then yeah, and spellcraft is practical. Absolutely. So there is one additional effect to do with this rule. Something Alex hasn't already told me. Interesting. Uh, which is which is interesting. Which is, as as you're watching and he's sort of showing himself off a little bit sheepishly, a family tree begins to grow across the back what? of the robes. It's in the actual item description. Oh my god! An actual family tree. It begins down with Hamid at base towards the uh, base, can and you can see it. He I've hasn't seen this. <laughs> he doesn't know it's happening. The rest of you watch this tree, this family tree, grow from the base and branch and branch up towards the top. Could everyone, uh, everyone, give me a perception check, please? I would, but my dice there is. Oh no. Uh, uh, I've only got three, <laughs> but with my bonuses, that is 15. So I've got 15 from Sasha, we're rolling a three. A the, critical the, fail. Because three fail. people just rolled a one, a two, and a three. Yeah, just FYI. What do I add to. Well, Alex, if you want us to notice something, don't give us a perception check <laughs> in the D20 system! It's all good, it's do, all good. Sasha hit the DC. Um, yes, you would add your perception modifier. Six. Mm-hmm. So I got eight, so that's still probably a fail, right? Sasha, you reckon. Unless you're mistaken, Apophis, which is a meritocrat's name, is written right at the top of that, that family tree there. I'm afraid that Azu, you, you, there's a bunch of names. A lot of them are quite weird sounding. Uh, yeah. Can as I opposed like to... bent down weird, like, because <laughs> you're less yeah. than half my height? Yeah, we are like... very different in size. Squinting <laughs> <laughs> like, so almost hard. bent double, like, what's going on down here? And imagine my back hurts and I give up trying to read <laughs> <laughs> Grizzop, you're fairly certain that um, some of the names in there are actually heading more towards um, sort of like Britain and, and UK-based stuff. They look kind of British names to your eye at a quick glance. Right. Hamid has no awareness of this family tree. He's just gone, look, and I look a bit dragon didn't read the item description well enough. No, he did not. To uh, know this would happen. Right. <laughs> uh, well, so ha- technically, Hamid doesn't... He can feel the change on his skin, but he doesn't know it's changing how he looks as sure, dramatically sure. as it is, even. Uh, Hamid, I don't think you've got awkward questions for your parents. What? Because uh, it's all written. What? Like, yeah, right there. You probably... there's, like, there's words on the back. It tells... What? Oh. So you're descending from a dragon. What? 
You do look a little lizardy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it might change how I look a bit. But what, what do you mean? It's, it's written on the back. Well, there's yeah. a thing. Although I thought it was like more probably like the Queen of England or something. What? What? <laughs> I mean, there's maybe is something. A queen. Hamid takes the robe off. The second that the robe is taken off, the family tree retracts itself, <laughs> and you see it basically. And Hamid returns back to looking to how he did a second before. And he looks oh, as he does if before. Only there were a way that we could take a still image that we could record <laughs> for later and then show. Some sort of minor illusion. Yeah, it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Sit for a portrait, guys. It's not, it's not hard. Have you considered a mirror? Or a cartoonist? You, yeah. <laughs> you are in Cairo. Find a caricature. I mean, I, I need a series of mirrors, I suppose. But anyway, I'll, we'll find a way to... What is that, anyway? Is that like a robe of ancestry or something? Um, it's called a robe of arcane heritage. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's got your heritage. Oh, well, so that scans. Mm. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's des- designed for sorcerers, primarily. Sure, well, it looks like it's working. Yeah, it's right there, mate. Yeah, no questions, really. It is very fetching. Which dragon? Thank you. Look, I'll, I'll put it back on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One, yeah. the tree comes back. It'll come out. The cheap right, ones okay, arrive. Okay, turn around, mate. So, uh, it, actually, once <laughs> I once I wear it for twenty four hours, I can take it off for an up for up to an hour, and both I and it will retain exactly. So I have exactly. I have to sort of attune to At it. At the moment, it's it's returning yeah. to default factory yeah. settings. <laughs> oh, like Sasha's going to read out the the family tree, um, and then sort of say, but surely. If it's that far back, like most humans would then be descended from a dragon, right? Well, how far back is it? So, in terms of the family tree, it starts off nice unknown. You know, parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, that's traceable. You start getting further back and you hit the limit, which is where there was definitely still some kind of dynasty there, but the records are a little bit shaky, stuff got lost once or twice, and then you just pass beyond the sort of known history of your family. How many generations are on this tree? It specifically states it'll go until it finds you, the ancestor that's the source of your power. Wow. Long story short, it keeps going, keeps going, and... It's a very tiny font, yeah. Hamid. Maybe no like... No read it. Yeah. Maybe like... Um, about 800 years, give or take, Ooh. you find yourself looking... What's the name? It's Apophis. Nailed it! Yes! Descended from Meritocrat, Grizzle strikes again! <laughs> it's, it's not supposed to be able to go that many generations, though. Yeah, this well, is, this look, is, we can see it. Gonna, well, I believe uh, you. Yeah, Apophis is your great, 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 <laughs> great, 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 Something? <laughs> I just don't know. Grand dragon. Grand person. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, at that stage, there's a lot, he's got a lot of descendants. That doesn't really tell you much. Yeah, right? it's, well, I it's, guess it depends who we bang. I mean, it's a bit weird that I've expressed the heritage what? of my bloodline if none of these other people have. Yeah. But there's no record of it in our family history. I mean, what we say, hundred years? Well, we got lost. Well, clearly. <laughs> Although you were thinking, this also, this also overturns <laughs> everything that we thought we knew. And when I say we, I mean the magical community thought we knew about sorcerers, because it's only supposed to be able to travel up to two generations. Oh, so this is this is really impressive. Well, meritocrats are like really well, magical, yeah. So maybe it's you know, also, I can't believe I'm descended free, from a meritocrat. Free, free info. Most people are. It turns out. Two, well, maybe <laughs> two things. One. Officially, there's, there's, this kind of fraternisation has never happened. So none of you have ever heard of anything like oh, this, yeah. ever. And number two, you're saying that very loudly on the street. Mm. <laughs> Point of order as well. Um, in this universe, mm-hmm. is it known whether the Meritrats can adopt a human form? 
Uh, they have done so. Fine. So then the whole like you bang Halfling the humanoid race is like less troubling than it could otherwise be. Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. it is known that they can adopt a humanoid form. They haven't done it in humanoid, a long. Humanoid, so halfling. Yeah, halfling's possible. They they, it's it's known that they can do that. Also, like, when was the last time they really needed to? Well, I guess like... 800 years ago, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> get their end away. Because they got a really hot yeah. halfling they wanted to get to know. <laughs> This took it to this a... thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was a shower of gold coins or a swan. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably start talking about this here. Let, let us have any further discussions in private, maybe, not just on the street. Well, I mean... You it's... put it on! I mean, I didn't know this would happen! It's Is there anything else the I can do show. for you, says old sweeping guy who's just been stood there the whole time? No, thank you very much! Oh, right, no worries, yeah. It's he just uh, walks on. Um, Hammond slips his sleeves off, uh, puts his sleeves back on, and he's wearing basically the same outfit, but he's now got... A sort of very lightweight cloak, uh, almost like a cape, hanging over the back of his sure, sure. robe, so that they're obscured. I, I, I think you should be loud and proud. I, I reckon you should just go out there. Oh yes, let's <laughs> guess what? Let's invite the opprobrium of the meritocrats. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. When we, especially when we're about to go and beg them for a favour. Well, let's, let's. I mean, do you still want to talk to your parents now? You know that. Still got a lot of other things to discuss with them. I think. Well, after that, we might want to arrange a. Um... <clears throat> You know, meeting with uh, you big with with, your a, dad. with with my grand's dragon. <laughs> well, no, great, 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 great. Well, great, yes, great. but I'm not going to say that every time. I'm going to take a break there, and then we'll be back after you finish saying all the greats. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Great. 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 (laughs) Yeah, let's leave it there, shall we? All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go chat to your family. Sounds yeah. Good. Well, it, it, it's just up the road now, so presumably you all head off that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you head up. You head up again. I'm going to call it the strip because it's the it's the best comparison I've got. You head up the the, the Cairo Strip, and again, as you uh, head further up, you head slightly out of the commercial areas where it had all those garish and and really tasteless pyramids all over the place, and um, all of the larger affected building, and you head into a more I don't want to say suburban because it's very much too expensive to be suburban, but you head out of the central we're, we're district in and into... Yeah. Enormous houses where yeah. the house you're, prices are yeah. such that flats on those places would be expensive. Yes, that's exactly so where you are. eyes bleed. Really, really the simply, the roads stop making sense and get unnecessarily fiddly and curvy. Mm. So if any of you speak Arabic, you'll notice that the names get equally fiddly uh, and unnecessarily verbose. But, yeah. So they become like Hamid's name. I- effectively. <laughs> they're, they're, no one needs a street with 16 words, but you know that you saw one of them over there with 16 words. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you find yourself approaching the largest of these. And you know the... I have no other point of reference to give you. You know the big sort of Pride and Prejudice driveway where it's the sort of big horseshoe out front of the manor with the yeah. fountain and that... It's oh. it's it's huge. It's sprawling. It's. I always lovely. imagined it looking a bit like the Alhambra with all the different levels and the, like the gardens on different roofs. Yeah, and yeah, Each yeah. roof at a different so level. It's not and a, a couple of water features. It's an estate. Yeah, very much so. I he mean, has been calling it a house, museum. but it's an estate. No, no wonder you were friends with Bertie. Yes, <laughs> incredible. Wow. There are a couple of guards at the front gate. They don't look particularly aggressive, but they have. Oh, too many plumes and tassels to be effective at their job. <laughs> Swiss guard levels. Yeah, yeah, very much so. They appear not to have uh, noticed. In fact, let me do. I recognise them? Do I know their names? Uh, yes, you do. I will let you pick them, given that they're your guards. You see. Oh, God, I'm so bad with names, Alex. Okay, uh, I got to them. I got them. I go. Uh, good morning, Adnan. Good. Good morning, Kasim. Uh, how are you both? Uh, good. Morning, sir. How can we help you today? It's it's me, Hamid. I know it's been te- ten years. They take a double, st- like a, a proper. I've grown up a little bit. And you've grown lizardy a bit. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 Master Hamid. Uh, ha- hello. Um, wow. Okay. They're just, they're both completely gobsmacked. Yes, it, it's a bit of a surprise that I'm here. I'm sure. Um, uh, I wasn't. We, we weren't. We weren't made aware that. Uh, uh, Okay. I, I I arrived in Cairo unexpectedly, uh, but obviously I, I was going to drop in on uh, mother and father and uh, the whole family, see how oh, everyone's doing. Of, of course, uh, uh, of course. These, these are my friends. Uh, There's Grizzop at Drac Amsterdam. Drac Amsterdam, Hamid. Drac Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should mess it up. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, I, yeah, I have. I got yeah. one. I got one chance to deliver it right a second time. Nope. The magic of editing, but nope. I, if I got it wrong twice, it was just wrong. Yep. Uh, 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 Sasha and uh, <laughs> Sasha nods. Yeah, I know she doesn't like me to give her second name. And uh, Azu, I'm sorry, Azu, I, I haven't caught your second your s- s- family name. I, oh, the, the the village was so small that nobody needed a second name. Of course. Uh, so 
Uh, Grizzop, uh, Azu and Sasha. Of course, of course. One of them has already been running and is sort of opening the gate and, and trying to desperately, like... But no need to rush, please. What, what he's we don't want to re- put you out. into what little guardhouse they have and he seems to be putting on some kind of vestment and he's putting it on backwards whilst <laughs> the first one, who's a little bit more, like, calm, and this is the one who's been speaking to you, is like, of course, uh, yes, uh, uh, would, you, would you like us to announce you? Uh, we, we can send a runner-up. Um, would you like something to eat? We could give you something. Oh, Presumably this conversation is all in Arabic and oh, so Sasha yes, and Grizzop yes. uh, do yeah, not, not understand the yep. word of it. Yep, they they will not have adopted another language unless Apart, apart from your names, which yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's actually translating like, it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha's so worked out that you're introducing us from the names. Yeah. <laughs> that bit of deduction. That's what you get with <laughs> intelligence sixteen. So the second Ooh. guard has has managed to get the vestments out and he's trying to he's struggling to get his uh, trumpet there's, out. There's no need it's to stand on, in the. Um, there's no need to stand on ceremony. House. I mean, obviously, you know. It, it, can we go? Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 just go to the house, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure everything will be fine. Oh, of course, please, of course. Please don't he, he, please he, don't he, feel the need to prepare anything special out of the ordinary. Going to start trying to walk through. Be like, shall we go to yes. the house? Yes, I, I, I'll walk, start walking with you. <laughs> the two guards are sort of lean in. One of them has to stay at the gate. The other one is kind of trapped and eventually is sprinting to catch up with you as you make your way through the gardens. And the guards also halfling size. Yes, they're both halfling. Oh, okay, garden. then I sort of uh, sweep by. <laughs> you you probably have to duck. Under oh, the top of goodness, the gate, the house, the house is half The house is the half length <laughs> So it will accommodate. You're actually in a hobbit hole. It I'm will be like Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it will accommodate an average-sized human without a problem. Just, just. Ooh, Azu I mean, is bigger. If, Azu, Azu will have to stoop almost constantly if inside Azu the house. Azu is staying. She can merely stay in the um, guest wing intended for humans. It'll be yeah, fine. Absolutely. I mean, you'd have to make use of only two bathrooms, but you'll be okay. Uh, anyway, the guard is sort of running up, and you're the heading through. Size. <laughs> <laughs> the gardens are tasteful to a fault. Mm. It's all smooth curves, and in, they've interspersed all of the plant life, so it's always flowering, no matter the season. It's. Is it also covered in sand? Yes, yep. you have beat me to it. Which is. There is a, a small army of gardeners who are desperately trying to rake and sort all this out because, yes, it is correct for the area, but they, they weren't prepared for that kind of a thing. And um, you can see that they're all starting to notice the sort of little team coming up towards the house. Um, you make it up the front steps towards the large, ornate, uh, metal... Well, I say large large for halflings. For Azu, it's a normal-sized door, but just really fancy... And um, it seems to have like a gold and a mithril inlay. It's not solid gold. There's but... mithril here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, basically the. <laughs> oh, go for it. Go I for think it. you might break. <laughs> Seventeen plus nine. So that's a that's a twenty-six worth of gold gold glee. I tell you what. Okay. If you managed to nick these doors. You'd be well set up. Yeah. The, the, the doors alone are probably worth thousands. I mean, I don't know. Mostly because of the mithril. Like, the gold might be worth a couple of hundred, but that much mithril is definitely worth a few thousand. You'd know from that appraise that not only is it really valuable, but the mithril in Ray, you notice, ah, oh, that's not just fancy. They've made a door that, in a pinch, is actually, like, really strong, really robust. If a mob were Bank. to come knocking, actually, <laughs> it'd do a really good job of keeping them at Fancy bay. Fancy bank. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you could just lift it, 
I mean, Mithril's light, but the gold's kind of... Uh, I'm not even why there's so much gold there. Summit to... Summit to <laughs> I think uh, give it a bit of ballast. Give it bulk. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the guard who was uh, faffing runs up, runs up, runs up, comes to the front door. I'm just going to try and start opening the door. <laughs> he, he he reaches like, okay. Um, uh, he Th- thank you so much, Adam. Uh, it was yeah. lovely to see you again. Uh, and, and you, Master Hamid. Um, but, but before you go in, um, just... You, you might want to... to be slightly reserved. Um, oh, Hammond's face changes. The, the, new, the, news, the news. The news has already uh, arrived, sir. Yes, that, that's actually quite, quite why we're, we're of course we're shocked, yes. but not uh, not completely surprised either. Hamid once again takes off his sleeves, puts them back on, and suddenly the uh, amount of colour in his outfit has drained. It's just the very slightest hint of his normal favoured sort of green and purple. It's now mostly sort of. Very dark grey. You're dressed in green and purple. That's that's the colours Hamid favours, yeah. And always. Three, always, always three piece suits. Always three piece suits. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, went so well with me. <laughs> <laughs> the neon pink, yeah. Yes. Um, Brilliant. Actually, sir, would you mind if I speak away from your guests just for a moment? Again, all of this is in in Arabic. Are we going in? Uh, so could you just start pushing on the door. Could, could, guys, could you just wait one 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 second? Um, uh, yeah. It sounds like the, the news may have got here, and, and mother and father may uh, already be in mourning. Right. Um, I'll, I'll just give me give me one moment. Yeah, no fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I won't beat around the bush. Uh, it's good to see you. I wish it was under other circumstances. Of course, uh, yes. Well, um, your uh, obviously your mother's very upset. Your your of father's um, take, taking the news rather poorly, oh, dear. Um, sir. And I, I think that a, a, a light foot and, 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 and a gentle manner might go a long way because he's not, um, he's not handling it very well. Um, so just, just thought I'd, I'd better warn you. Sir. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate that. It's obviously might want to keep the hijinks to a minimum. I've, I've grown up a lot in the last few years, Adnan. I'm, I'm d- hoping. I didn't even recognise you, sir. Well, indeed. Um, I know that things have been strained, but I'm hoping that they'll be things will be better it's, this time round. I'm I'm just glad that you managed to get a break from your studies in order to visit. Ha! <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I hope there wasn't too much trouble there. No, no trouble at all. Of course, Hamid yeah. has an incredibly high bluff skill. He's clearly <laughs> I'm not, not using it. So, yeah. I, I, I'm just really enjoying Helen's face. <laughs> <laughs> We've had all of this and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? I genuinely love gossip as well. So <laughs> <laughs> the banker's son dropped out of university. Oh, <laughs> dropped out? That's been no. Oh, that would be so much easier. <laughs> So jumping back to, to to the Hamid conversation here, um, yeah. So uh, if there's anything else that we can do for you, sir, um, is there any anyone you need us to get in touch with or anything? Oh uh, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Uh, is um checking my family name. Uh, is uh, Syra around? Is she at home at the moment, or is she? Uh, yes, the whole family's uh, the good, whole family's good, here. Um, well, it'd be nice to see everyone. Yes, at least. Yes, of uh, let, let, let us know. If Thank you so, so much, Adam. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go in now and I'll, I'll introduce my friends to the family and I'm sure it'll be okay. 
Adnan breaks, reaches out, gives the quickest hug to Hamid ever, and then immediately returns back to a professional decorum. And then runs off back down to the down Hamid to the definitely gardens. doesn't cry. <laughs> definitely doesn't cry. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Don't know what you mean. Does your dragon tongue shoot out? <laughs> I don't have a but, dragon but tongue. Really, sadly, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it goes out. And it goes. I'm. <laughs> I'm still several levels away from achieving my final form, guys. <laughs> oh, when does the dragon tongue come? Yeah, there will be no reptilian blep now. <laughs> you head in. I think in, in five levels I can grow wings. I'm less excited about that. You head into the building proper. And yes, it is. Whilst it is built for halflings, it can accommodate Azu. You're having to stoop, though. Uh, the thing that becomes immediately apparent is that whilst the outside is still business as normal if people are desperately trying to deal with the sandstorm, inside there might be quite a lot of black uh, drapery out and there is a... um, It's basically a butler is the closest comparison I've got who immediately comes over, sees Hamid and doesn't say anything, uh, offers him a black armband and... uh, just leans in really quietly. Is there anything I can do for you, sir? Again, in Arabic. Um, uh, I'll turn to the rest of you. Does anyone want just uh, anything? Or I mean, there'll be there'll probably be food and no, drink. No, you, but... you deal with that. Don't worry okay. about. We are oh. here for you. Uh, thank you. No, no, we we will be fine. I'll uh, I'll notify your family that you've arrived, and if you're. Uh, 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 Guests are able yes. to wait here. I will immediately uh, see that they're attended to. Sasha puts her hands in her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so Withers slightly. Interior, actually, bit disappointing. Because it's almost like they haven't deliberately put every single most valuable shiny thing out. It's actually almost the inverse it's got a kind of minimalist vibe once you're inside like there's not a lot there's the occasional tasteful urn and you're like yeah I could probably live off that for a year but it's not the it's not the hoard you really want it to be the thing is about having bags of holding is that you could just slip enormous oh, yeah. things oh yeah into- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like you, you all you can do now is just like pick up something a watch or something <laughs> Of someone's hand, it's now you like you can take the grandfather clock. Y- you can pinch the. Dragon. <laughs> Are you thieving from your friends? No, I'm not. That's not <laughs> just thinking really hard about how much she isn't. The, the point is that her hands are in her pockets, and she's and... not running calculations in her head. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, uh, would you like me to to do that, sir? I feel that my my guest should should be in, included in 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 the wake. For reasons which will become clear, uh, but I suppose for the time being, if, if uh, again I turn back to them, it, it, would you guys mind waiting um, it, it, while I while I go and see my my, my family? And yes. I, I think you should come and meet them because I think they'll want uh, to ask you about. You want us to come now? Really? Within a minute, maybe. Uh, I mean, okay. maybe. Okay. I don't know for certain. All right. Fine. Yeah. Whatever your customs are. Right. Thank. Thank you. <laughs> very, very good, sir. He heads up the staircase. Uh, so, so I'll, I'll go. Uh, just so, why don't you guys wait in here, and I'll uh, uh, so and I, I'll usher you into one of the smaller receiving rooms. Oh, okay. um, the third lounge. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they'll they'll bring you anything you need, um, and I'll, I'll come back as soon as I, I'm able to. You, yeah, do do what you need to do. Do you, yeah, head into the. The, the third lounge. There's a little dingly bell which opens. It's very unobtrusive, and you notice that it's coming from a different part of the house. <laughs> You're praising the sound of the bell. <laughs> praising the bell, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, well, I got, I got a um, 
for 23. Oh, that's a magical bell. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare if you're going to palm it, though, because, I mean... It's probably keyed into probably, the system. Yeah, exactly. It'll ring, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help! Help! Sasha has stolen alarm systems. <laughs> so, yeah, in the lounge. and uh, oh, This is a really good alarm system. It nearly beat me. I'll sell it to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a small room. As it was just going to lie down. Um, is there a chaise lounge? There must be yeah. a chaise lounge. There, of course there's a ship. There, Cheslongu. Cheslongu. There's two. <laughs> she pushes them together. <laughs> and feels claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> the butler returns after a short yeah, break. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have started heading up the stairs, but I'm going to wait for him to usher me in. Uh, yeah, he, he comes. Uh, Master Hamid, if you're ready. Yes, yeah, so I, sh- I showed them into the, the, the third. That's absolutely fine. They'll be, they'll be attended to. Thank you. Um, if you'd like to... Yes, yes. He heads up the stairs. You head on to the... Um, the living landing and then from there well the living landing is the one that's only attended by family and the key servants <laughs> there isn't a dead landing somewhere. hey I'll soon be needing that <laughs> I think you might be talking about the uh, crypts they're not necessarily on site how very tasteless um, so upon the living landing he uh, starts walking and it becomes very clear that you are being led towards the family drawing room it's the most informal of the rooms uh, it it, it Admittedly, it does have lots of portraits of your your forebears and ancestors upon the walls. Not all of them. The, pe- the people who are listed <laughs> on the back of my robe now. Awkward. Yeah. But he leads you forwards and then uh, knocks gently on the door twice. Eventually there's a... Enter. And put the gestures. And uh, gives you a little pat on the back as you head in and then he closes the door behind you. I'm going to cut to the rest of the party briefly. Mm. Well, so, no, you know, before you, well, you know, doing stuff with Aphrodite, like, you know, what do you... Yeah, where'd you grow up? What are you into? Oh, farming and... Uh, that sounds above ground. Is, is that is that important? It's just... Do, do you grew up below ground as well? Yeah. Right? Me yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. is, yeah. That, is that why you are small? <laughs> <laughs> no. Insensitive. Oh. Oh, no, that's the oh, my apologies. Oh, no, we, we lived underground because we weren't allowed to live above ground. Yeah, similar. What? Yeah. Why? What? As this conversation What's happens, terrible? <laughs> um, a couple of incredibly unobtrusive halflings enter, uh, young male, young woman, and they head up and they basically pass their hands across a, a coffee table and a selection of drinks appear and they begin sort of allocating them out and providing glasses and... Uh, it doesn't come in pints. No. Oh. <laughs> they're quite small. And they're just uh, very, very quietly just, if there's anything that you'd like, please just uh, uh, pass your hand upon the circles and we'll probably be able to accommodate. Uh, is there anything specific that we can get for you? Uh, no, fine, thanks. Oh, very good, very good. And they, they head off and then just stand in the doorway beside the door looking in. They're not paying attention, like they're not staring, they're like heads down, but they're just in attendance. Oh, this is most unusual. Mm, yeah, I'm not used to this. No. This is... No. Uh, I, I mean, I saw it at a hotel once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, neither of you were there! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it, it, it came before quite a lot of disasters, so... Oh, well, I hope it doesn't repeat. Just, just, just you know, they, 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 let's just not talk about anything important. Okay. Here. Right. I'm going to cut to Hamid. So heading into the drawing room, it's very quiet. It's very quiet, and the whole family are there. Your father 
is at the far end of the room, staring out of a large bay window across the um, the rear of the estate, out over the river. And um, your mother is sort of sat uh, upon a chaise long. She turns up and sees you, and uh, she chokes up and then turns away. The two youngest brothers don't appear to be in this room specifically, and... Um, your brother is sat at the table quietly with a drink in hand, and then your uh, now eldest sister is... Um, she. She's the only one who sort of sees you enter, acknowledges you, and doesn't either break or ignore you. She just turns to you and um, pats the chair next to you, and it's all just very quiet. Um, I, I, I will nod to Syrah, but I'm going to go over to... Uh, my mother. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to hug her. Oh, she she leans in and hugs it back. I start crying. Yeah. So does Hamid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to end the episode there. Oh goodness. Oh, this should is we? Sad. Damn it, Alex. Should we leave? Uh, like next episode, should we leave and just let you two hug it out? I couldn't Why handle. Nearly, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I couldn't handle a real-time episode in that context. Yeah, it would break goodness me. me. Oh. We just slam cut to just. Oh. I don't know what you slam cut to. Appropriately, I'm, I'm sure I'll have it together by next week, guys. Okay, well, we'll, we'll come back later. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Really hot yeah. halfling they wanted to get to know. <laughs> this took it to a thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was a shower of gold coins or a swan. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. I have to dive into this edit. Are you telling me that habits descended from a golden shower? Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you're telling me? Also, do we really want to evoke the Greek gods? Because we're going to get into like really non consensual areas yeah. here. Yeah, true, true. There's a whole true. Tin of, like, Oh, the banking city was born from a golden shower. Like it's a gorgeous <laughs> a image. Non consensual percentage golden I, I'm shower. Not, yeah, I'm not I'm not going down this rabbit hole. So anyway. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B and B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. 
Woebegone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woebegone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.